Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Get on the later hosen and do the accent. Good morning, friends. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> morning. <laughs> Uh, this is podcast where we look at things and talk about them. It's called Why Does This Thing Exist podcast. My name is Simon. My co-host name is Dean. He sounds like this. Hello, I'm Dean. Joining us this week, as you may have heard, is uh, Trevor Williams. He's back. Hooray. Hello, Trev. How are you? I'm going to flag up this now that uh, last time we had Trev on the uh, podcast, um, very hot, last year's heat wave, and Trev was sat there topless on the camera. Uh, at present, it's very hot again, and Trevor is currently lacking the top half of clothing yet again. Uh, so it's very cyclical. And since the, uh, we, when you were on t- last, Trev, I think we did discuss your uh, uh, testicular misfortune <laughs> in some depth. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure it's a coincidence, but since then, I've also <laughs> been regularly listening to my own uh, scrotal maladies. So I'm not sure if I'm catching it or if it's possible to catch ball disorder <laughs> for you or for Zoom. <laughs> but thank you, question mark. Um, I, I swear that there was no uh, weird party business that <laughs> happened because, as we all know, Dean would have to have left a party for <laughs> yeah, that kind true. of uh, shenanigan to go on. It can't happen. <laughs> Although that would explain a regular thing about you know me looking for evidence of the uh, secret Cardiff uh, outdoor sex party people. Right. Yeah, because they always <laughs> like, oh, Dean's coming. We got to run. <laughs> He's that guy who stops sex fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean that. That was in my wife's wedding vows, so maybe that is something to me. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Enough uh, what, okay. what are you going to show us this week, Dave? Well, gentlemen, this week I'm going to show you something which uh, I found just quite recently, and it has low-level angered me since. Uh, uh, again, it's not an offensive thing. It's just like, what the? why does this exist in a sort of aggressive way? So I'm going to share with you a post I found on Instagram. Okay. So it's a man walking through a wedding. Is it a wedding in the swimming pool? Yeah. Well, the music's incidental. It's a very short clip, but it's basically yeah. um, from the Technia uh, account, which I kind of like following. It's um, the camera shows like you know, impressive or cool-looking technological stuff from around the world. Mm. Uh, some like, like like random painting machines or like uh, devices which clean stuff really quickly. And just They say, look at this. What do you think? It's one of those you know borderline engagement uh, farm things. Um, I'm not entirely sure why this counts as technology, but what it is, it's someone's put a restaurant in a swimming pool in Italy. Um, not only that, it's clearly a wedding party at this uh, restaurant. Yeah. So you know, it's like a what? Foot deep pool? It's, like, it's a paddling pool. Depth, yeah, it's isn't a paddling it? pool, isn't it? Yeah. yeah like, so it's huge, but it's like uh, for the, you know, for the, but the sort of depth you have in a kid's paddling, a kid's pool in a, you know, in a water park or something. Yeah, but it's just like a normal pool, isn't it? Yeah, it's just an old pool. It's really big. Uh, it's not a typical kid's pool, or I don't know if they've filled it or unfilled it to a certain level. But it's got loads of tables in it, and loads of people sat around having a wedding dinner. And mm. this seems like the most impractical thing I've ever, ever witnessed. <laughs> yep. my naked eyes. I can't think of any reason why someone would have thought this was a good idea. The the waiting staff have... The, the, this is the waiter there. Um, a guy in charge or something. He's got the white shirt, black tie... Black trousers cut off at the knee, and he's yeah. barefoot splashing around. <laughs> he's making hard work of getting around because he yeah. would unless you start swimming. 
Yeah, I would suggest that if this restaurant is not named Veruca's, it should be. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that annoys me because that actually, I think if it was, that would validate his existence because, ah, I see what you did there. That, that is worth the extreme <laughs> amount of effort and logistics to make this happen. It's just a shitty gag name. But, but not even that. It's like, it looks to me like, it's hard to say, but the wedding party looks like they... It could be that they weren't expecting this to be in a pool because people have got like trousers rolled up and skirts rolled up. So I'm not entirely sure they were aware this was happening. But it's not like, you know, you have like you know, pools with like bars next to you. You can go get a cocktail, swim up to it and stuff. I, I get that. I'm not entirely sure that's the best approach either, but I can I can understand it. But this, this is like a silver service dinner thing in a pool. Yeah. yeah. And all the, all the tablecloths are wet. All the, And there's... Clearly, drinks being served. We saw a few bottles of champagne there. Now, even like the most well-behaved wedding party, you know, if you've got elaborate meals in a pool, you're going to spill stuff. So there'll be food yeah. falling into this pool a lot. It's going to end up in a sort of chlorinated broth at some point, so that's <laughs> going to be unpleasant for all concerned. But there's lots of electrics as well. The waiter's got like a, <laughs> a walkie-talkie or, a, or like a radio <laughs> link up. But see, there's little cables there, so someone could drop a cable into this pool at any point and literally kill everyone, which is. Bad, I think, you know, that's going to be a hard one. But the part that I really quite like is if this is clearly a wedding, the top table with the bride and groom, look, it's not in the pool. <laughs> so the wedding party, <laughs> the actual, they're not in the pool. This is, ah, get in the pool, you, you useless bastards. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I paid good money for this dress. You, you lot, you can get wet. <laughs> okay, given that this is clearly a wedding, yeah. somebody has gifted them a toaster. Plug it in <laughs> and throw it in. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's what I'm thinking. Like, there's, there's lots of lights there. Like, you've seen spotlights. There's, probably music, there's music playing. There's gantries. This seems yeah. like the, the worst idea I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I see when this is early evening, um, which it clearly is because it's still quite light. You know, even if it's summertime, it's, it's Italy, it says. The series have just started. So people are going to get pissed and there's going to be dancing. In the pool, I'm guessing. <laughs> so yes. people are going to be falling over. We, we don't know if it's going to be ruined. But I'm wondering now if, if this is all like a huge, elaborate <laughs> long con or like scam, because Trev points out there's some older relatives there they're trying to bump off. I think we can't afford this wedding unless we get an inheritance. <laughs> so yes. how, how about we kill two birds with one stone <laughs> and have a lethal wedding? <laughs> it separates the strong from the weak. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so is, is that it? But again, I know weddings tend to make people go a little bit, uh, you know, slightly unhinged in terms of what what they can expect or not. And I say this as someone married to an Indian woman who you know, has been to many Indian weddings who really pushed the boat out. Uh, well, they can literally do that in this place, but they can actually push the wedding boat <laughs> into the pool and hope for the best. Yeah, so people do go over the top with weddings, but I've never seen a wedding which is like actively designed to make everything harder <laughs> to to make your life less less convenient. Because people pay a lot of money for wedding clothes and stuff, and I don't know this seems like a this seems like a stupid idea all around. So I can't see why it happened. On the wedding clothes as well, hmm. it's a bit different this wedding because everybody is wearing white, hmm. apart from one man who's wearing a pink jumper. There's a guy in the blue shirt over there, but mostly it must be a theme wedding, like white. The whole place is white, very very. Uh... Do you think this person's they've gone right? I'm doing my wedding a bit differently. Um, hmm. I'm not going to wear a wedding dress. I'm just going to chuck a bin bag on. I'm going to sit on the grass <laughs> and everybody else has to sit in the swimming pool. And you must do what I say because it's my wedding. <laughs> I, I can't think of a better explanation. That's the problem here. Because this, 
just seem everyone seems quite chill about this. That's what I'm thinking. Apart from the fucking waiter who's just sauntering around, he doesn't have a, like, he doesn't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he, he doesn't work here. I think like he was drafted in last minute. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't look comfortable. I've got a, uh, another possible explanation for why this has occurred. Hmm. Just imagine that somebody has put a lot of time and effort and money into the uh, bridesmaids' dresses. Uh-huh. And when they arrive, they find out that they're, they're lovely, big and fluffy and everything, like big meringues, but they cut off just above the knee. Right. And I think, oh, shit. How can I possibly make out like that's intentional? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Up to our knees in water. <laughs> I love the idea that this wasn't meant to happen. I just got there and thought, oh, like, we hired a venue we thought would they had a red. 50 square feet of space. Well, it does technically. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many square feet was your wedding? Mine was cubic. <laughs> At my wedding, we had a, we had a scaffold and construction site in one corner because it was in the uh, Cardiff City Hall. And the week before, one of the big sort of facades, the marble one, had just fallen off, like so half a ton and just crashed into the stairs. So they said, yeah, a bit of bad news. Uh, <laughs> we've got to block off one of the stairways. Why? Ah, it's just falling on people. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it passed out an instant. No one cared or noticed, but it, it, was, a, it was a worrying few, few hours. At no point did I say, I know, let's go to the international pool instead. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have a like, wedding. We won't walk down the aisle. We'd just come on the flume. <laughs> uh, I, I guess you, you were thinking about other things. It was your wedding day. But yeah. when they come up to you and say, I'm so sorry, uh, we've had to shut one of the stairwells. Oh, why is that? Oh, because you see that thing that's hanging above the stairwell we're using. Hmm. Well, on the other side, it fell off. <laughs> so keep walking underneath the one that has not yet fallen <laughs> off, but may well, given the, what's just yeah. happened. I can be honest, Trev, this is literally the first time in my life I've even considered that possibility. So <laughs> I'm glad we didn't know each other then, <laughs> because that would have been on my mind all damn day. If uh, you was crushed by marbles on the way in, didn't, do you think it would have been good form for me to ask someone else to marry your wife at that stage? Or would you have preferred to take the loss on the, the cost of the wedding? I think, I don't know if I can mix it up here, but isn't then, don't you then have to marry her? Isn't that the whole point of the best man? Is it? I think so. Yeah. I feel like I've different versions. Like sometimes say the best man is like literally these traditions came from a time when weddings would be invaded and so village <laughs> <laughs> would be ransacked. So either the best man has to fight off the soldiers or the invaders or the bandits when the marriage is happening, or if the, if the groom gets in the neck, literally, he has to step in and do the marriage. I, I don't know. One of the two. I, I've also heard bridesmaids are like decoys. <laughs> so no, <laughs> take those ones, leave the bride behind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not such an honour now, is what I say like that, is it? <laughs> oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah, will you will you sacrifice yourself so I can get my end away? What? <laughs> no. uh, I clearly didn't have this explained to me at the time either. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not really a common occurrence in the modern world. <laughs> and Simon, the best one in the world, much as I love you, if I had to pick someone who would defend me at my wedding, he would not be top of the list. <laughs> I think one of my burlier people I know. <laughs> Maybe that does explain why all the the women invited here are wearing white, and why some of them have targets mm. drawn on them. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing fire. <laughs>
You think it's meant to look like something from a painting or something? Is it is it referencing something or anything? I can't think of what. No, I've never seen. Don't remember paintings of people decked in white in water. Uh, yeah. Baptism paintings. <laughs> John the Baptist. Did he do weddings as well, or is it just <laughs> baptism? <laughs> John the minister. <laughs> yeah, John weddings, baptisms, children's parties. I'm fairly sure that. The only time that uh, John the Baptist did catering, he was the main course, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> they had a vision, Trev. They had a vision. <laughs> All white. The smell of chlorine. I've always wanted a John the Baptist themed wedding. You know anything about John the Baptist? Well, that's not going to stop me. Get in that pool. Bear in mind, this is Italy, so they might have a different take on the <laughs> on the New Testament. I'm not sure. <laughs> they don't have much religion in Italy, do they? No, it's, it's very disinterested in religion in Italy. <laughs> I'll have to introduce you to my friend that lives there. His name's Pope. Pope, we call him. Did I tell you that when um, me and my wife went to Rome for a uh, honeymoon, uh, speaking of wedding stuff, and when we were there, it was not that long after Pope John Paul II had died, and obviously Pope Benedict was on the throne, as it were. And when you go to the Vatican, although it's got all the, the, the wonderful history and all the art, artefacts and art and stuff, but when you get to the end, it's like loads of merchandise. Mm. <laughs> there were loads of memorabilia of the Pope, but half of it was Pope John Paul II and half was Pope <laughs> Benedict. I said, it's like it's like a it's like a pensioner version of Twilight, you know. <laughs> team, team Jacob, Team Edward. Did, did you pick up the, the regeneration special where it's Pope Benedict wearing Pope John Paul's the Second's clothes? <laughs> <laughs> that one's very rare. <laughs> wearing a bit thin. Catherine <laughs> Tate was there for no reason. <laughs> you think Bradley Walsh has ever met the Pope? <laughs> I, mean, I, I Literally, I cannot rule it out. There's a sentence that none of us saw coming. Funnily enough, Dean, uh, in my quest for interesting things to talk about on this podcast, I've also <laughs> come across a restaurant that is underwater. Okay. It's a different one. There's no wedding at this one, but I think the setup is a little bit better. I will show it to you now. A lovely little song to go with it. It's literally in a waterfall. I think it's in Philippines. Okay. Just about to make a racist guess. (laughs) Come up on the screen. Much nicer than that one in Italy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's pretty far superior. It's gourmet seafood, and the water rushes around you. Look. Oh, that does look quite nice. Now it, it looks like a nice place for a wedding as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because because that's what that uh, wedding restaurant was lacking—an uh, undercurrent. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Rip your feet out yeah. from under you. <laughs> they might turn on the wave machine when like, the DJ comes out. <laughs> they throw some of those noodles yeah. in as well. <laughs> the inflatable palm trees. <laughs> Just off, off shot, the father of Brian is coming down as one of those shoots. <laughs> Skims across the water. Uh, the bridesmaid's riding an inflatable banana. <laughs> great, great days. And of course, it's not a good wedding unless the bridesmaid uh, rides a banana. 
Uh, so what are we going to give this um, floating buffet? Uh, I'm I'm going to give it a two personally because it baffles me from start to finish. But the, the most realistic explanation I've got is it was set up entirely to make this video to show. Isn't this cool? Because that's what yeah. they would do these days. But other than that, I got nothing. But it clearly is a lot of effort gone into it, and people are seemingly going with it. So it could be that I'm missing something. So I'll give it a two for potential. But otherwise, I'm just thrown by the whole thing. Brad? I'm going to give it uh, one doomed vanity project out of five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it three and a half. I think there's potential for someone of uh, absolute relevance and importance of the wedding to drown. <laughs> That might be good. Yeah, I guess some people might think that was a bad thing, but you know that's, that's not how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Cool. Well, yeah. restaurants and pools. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. Right, Dan, I'm going to show you something now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit of um, unofficially licensed produce again. We do enjoy that. These are only Fools and Horses oh themed Adidas running shoes. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they are as well. Okay, mm. uh, <laughs> I'll describe them the listeners. The pictures are there for you on the show descriptions, as always. Mm. But basically, what we got is they're yellow, very, very yellow, very yellow. Yeah, they've got. Uh, Red, two red stripes and a black stripe in the middle. It is the only Fools and Horses theme, if you think of the yellow as the Trotters traders. Oh, yeah, that's what they're going for. It's, it's, the Robin, it's the Robin Reliant, isn't it? Yeah. Robin Reliant, and the credits and the logo is black, red, yeah. black, red. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's on point. From the side, it says only Fools and Horses in the, on stripes. the stripes. yeah, And it says Adidas Peckham underneath. Okay. Where it would say uh, uh, Berlin or Malmo or New York, <laughs> right. usually. The, the finest detail on these Only Fools and Horses trainers is this, and it is a f- loving and fitting tribute to John Charles. <laughs> it says. <laughs> It's what he would have wanted. It's what he would have wanted. Um, It says, John Chalice, Boise, 1942 to 2021, on the sort of heel area. This might sound like like a really weird thing to pick up on, but a lot of the cast of Orioles horses have died. Why is only Boise getting a shout out? And also, if you're going to make these a shout out, to John Chalice of Boise fame, then why wouldn't you do a green, green grass of home <laughs> pair of trainers? We, we don't yes. know they haven't. Uh, oh, we, that's true. Have, yeah. we, that, we haven't seen, we haven't seen the photos yeah. they've got. This is eBay. Maybe they've kept the green, green grass trainers for themselves. Yeah. And, and they, uh, you know, they couldn't edition. bear to part with those. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the, re- the real gold. I mean, those are probably worth a lot more, aren't they? Because obviously, they're far more yeah. collectors like them. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, there's another way in which those trainers are uh, only fours and horses themed, I've just realised. Uh-huh. This time next year, they'll be in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
famous catchphrase. <laughs> 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 a little bit of paraphrasing. Uh, yeah. I think that's isn't it? I'm not sure if I'm going to be controversial, but I actually quite like these. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad. I, I actually probably would buy a pair of these if I was in the market. For, I, I, I wouldn't, purely because I need to have special trainers for my really weird flat feet when I arches. And these look uh, rather rudimentary, not like anti-pronate or whatever. Yeah, they're gazelles. They're, so yeah. they're, they're a standard pair of gazelles, which have been customised. Yes, well, I'm assuming it's a customer like Adidas to yeah. crack into the, the UK gold market. <laughs> <laughs> but like the level of customization, I, I I didn't realize you could do this. Uh, yeah, like, I, I knew you could do it, and you could pick your own colours and your stripes and ever. But it's got it's got a little fabric, Robin Reliant, on the heel. Oh, okay. Can you see it there, right yeah. at the very top? That's, that's, that's on oh the other side God. of the shoot, yeah. uh, Boise's Memorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's on the other side of Boise's Memorial. <laughs> yeah. It's were, really well done. Were these made and sold at the time of Boise's passing? Like, were these, were these literally a tribute to Boise's death? <laughs> Let's have a look at the description. Uh, they've sold for £104, which isn't that much, really. No, I, 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 I pay more for trainers, but they were no, special ones to stop my feet falling apart. But um, yeah. But yeah, that's not that's not for customization. These things take a while, so that's yeah, not definitely. too bad. I hate to be a Grinch here, but I I think this kind of thing mustn't be encouraged because yeah. if we allow this, then it's only a a short step away from Britass Empire Wellingtons or porridge flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, there is probably a big market for that, isn't it? Just like a, a rope Brexit. to hang yourself on, and it says uh, Norman Stanley Fletcher on the side of it. Jesus <laughs> 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 Porridge team buckets were slopping out. <laughs> a toothbrush which had been sharpened into a certain kind of rudimentary knife, and it says uh, Kate Beckinsale's dad's name on it. <laughs> Nineteen seventy four or whatever it was. No, know. no, it just says Kate Beckett's dad. <laughs> 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 it's a, a sharp toothbrush with the words Kate, Kate Beckett's dad on the side. Somebody hit me going, "This will get me on the fucking podcast." <laughs> I'm not sure if this is related or not, but I saw Les Dennis in real life yesterday. <laughs> okay. Uh, How? Why? What? He's in a playing card if they at the minute, and uh, right. uh, I was just down there, and he, and he so, walked past me. In like fitness equipment, uh, fitness. He, he wasn't in a fitness equipment. He wasn't inside a, <laughs> a crossfit machine. No, he was wearing gym clothes. Right, and a parallel bars are planking down the road. <laughs> yeah. He's gone mad. He's just got yeah. barbells over his shoulder. He <laughs> thinks he's a transformer. He's absolutely <laughs> fucked in the head, dude. <laughs> it's all Neil Morris's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just shouting. Out loud, it took me a second to realise that he was on the phone on the, oh, and right. without like a handset. Right, I, just, yeah. I thought he'd just gone mad. <laughs> I, uh, not not with someone else, but it happened to me relatively recently because I was walking my dog on the lake with the earphones in for the phone, and I got a call from um, from a journalist, and uh, they wanted me to discuss. This is today, actually. Um, wanted me to discuss memory memory retrieval things. They write an article about. Doctor Who coming back, and obviously David Tennant's back, and then Donna Noble's back, and she had her memory wiped. So they go, "Oh, how do you get your memories back?" And so, all right, I'll talk about this. Then they kept asking questions like, uh, "Yeah, but you know, so how did he do this? Like, how did they, 
And I was like, mate, I got a caveat this. This is Doctor Who. This is not actually. A, he's a Time Lord, a super advanced race from a different planet who can cheat death. And B, it's not real. <laughs> I can't answer it. But I was, I was having this argu- argument, discussion, robust discussion. I was walking the lake, walking my dog. And somebody, they thought I was talking to my dog. <laughs> so I'm like, it's Doctor Who, mate. It's not real. <laughs> Just shouting it on a beagle. Look, we found, I found a um, mention of. Um... It says in the description for the item, it says, as you can see, these are brand new and do have a mention of Boise on the inside when he passed away. <laughs> so that's a lie. It's on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they did mention it to the inside of the shoe when he passed away, though. I don't know. You can't <laughs> rule that out, can you? You, you might, if you cup it to your ear like a seashell, you might be able to hear <laughs> someone saying, Boise's passed away. Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> Marlene, Marlene. <laughs> The thing is, the way this is phrased, it sounds like she's trying to sell these shoes before. People are furious that Boxy wasn't mentioned on them. (laughs) (laughs) Which which I really hope is the case. As you can see, they now have a mention of Boxy on them. (laughs) Used to be Buster Merrifield, but no, no one wanted that. (laughs) He was old, he should have died. (laughs) It also says, in original box with black laces and a yellow pair of laces, <laughs> thereby <laughs> suggesting that the black laces are not a pair. There's like a one or three in <laughs> One or three, good point. There's three black laces, a pair of yellow laces, and one red one. All <laughs> the box is mostly filled with black laces. <laughs> like, there's, there's four or five hundred of them in there. <laughs> I've, literally, I've tried to move them, I can't. <laughs> that, that was one, as you can see. That was when they were going to make theme trainers for the band Black Lace. Makes as much sense as anything. Um, the the question has to be asked, Simon. Are, are there any reviews? Um, there's no reviews. You don't no. tend to get reviews for products on eBay. You oh, of course, you eBay, get reviews yeah. for the seller. Let's have a look. See if the seller's got any other reviews or indeed any other items. Does it say what size the shoes are? Uh, yeah, yeah, nine, nine and, and a half. half. Which is quite a specific shoe size, which not a lot of I, people have as well. I yeah. could feasibly wear those because I wear tens, but I want to my feet are wide. So, hmm. oh yes, yeah, okay. so you can cram it into a shoe that's smaller. Then, <laughs> yeah. can't even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if shoes is quality, I would make that sacrifice, Simon. <laughs> that's true, I suppose. Yeah. No, it just it's oh, there's some more. There's some Del Boy high tops here. Oh, the, 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 those look terrifying. <laughs> These look worse. Much worse. Ooh, oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, dear. That, no, Ooh, no. Rodney's coming. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Rodney, these are... Rodney looks like he's escaping the Take On Me video. <laughs> it says, cause bloody Mick. Is that something he said? Uh, yeah, he did say that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Elboy looks genuinely terrifying. There's loads of only fools and horses tacked out there. It's one of those shows, which um, I think they mentioned this on the Our Friends of Death Hilarious podcast, but it's a good show, but I don't think it warrants the the awe or the reverence in which it's held. It's, mm. I, think, I think it's not as good as the reputation suggests. It's, it's, no, it's fine. I, I do like it, but... Um, there's I, there's yeah. a couple of episodes, though, which probably, uh, well, uh, you know, they are the most famous examples of comedy from the 80s, I guess. Oh, totally, yeah. I mean, obviously, Del Boy Forms with the Boy is... One of the like, most iconic moments in British. That's our steamed hams, isn't it? That's uh... a <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that is when the chandeliers fell down? Yeah, chandeliers. Um, 
I think um, later on the Batman and Robin one sort of ruined Batman you know, and Robin one, yeah, yeah, which was good. I mean, I, I did, I did find that hilarious personally. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, still don't know why they chanted "Football's coming home" when they became millionaires. <laughs> what was that about? I had no idea, actually. No, I never thought about that. I think you're right. It's very strange thing to shout, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? Again, once again, Krebs introduced me a thought I should have had years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would anybody say yeah, What's the relevance there? Uh, I don't know. Hang on. Yeah, We're yeah. watching from the beginning again. Check on gun, <laughs> right? If, so, if they're singing football's coming home by the end, someone's <laughs> got to have mentioned it in the first act. Did they <laughs> bollocks? Yeah. Uh, so, but dude, back to the original show. I, say, I, I am genuinely quite impressed by these uh, these trainers. It's, I'm, I'm looking at the, the sellers' other sold items. Mm. Nothing of um, any real relation. <laughs> There's oh. another pair of trainers. They're not customizing anyway. Well. They're they're a Formula One style trainer. And then there's some Aston Villa memorabilia, some Elton John memorabilia, and some England cricket shirts, and that's all there is. Yeah. So this person's like, they've had these, do you reckon they've had these made on some kind of drunken whim? And, <laughs> and then have tried to recoup money? Or do they? Do, they, do you think they did it as a, like a business effort, which was a one and done, because it obviously failed in a true Delboy style? <laughs> I am... Um... I, I, I like to think they made these themselves, uh, but they took so long and so intricate. They haven't had any sort of a bit time or ability to dedicate to selling other stuff. So it's just mm. gone through the cupboard and thought, uh, pair of trainers, it's an old cricket shirt. Yeah, I'll just sell that as well. Mostly he was alive when he started. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were meant to be a gift for Boise. <laughs> they died just on the last minute. Not a lot of people know this about John Chalice, but he's a nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I love Boise so much, Don Jalis. I know what he wants. He wants some custom, <laughs> customized trainers of the show he was in that time, <laughs> which he wasn't the star of. Yeah. Thank you, Dean. said, I'm a massive fan of your work, Dr. Burnett. Um, I've had these shoes <laughs> custom made for you. Would you wear them? Absolutely. <laughs> well, if they fit me, I would, otherwise I'd wear them on my hands for a few minutes. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'd, I'd, uh, I, I'd be my... sure to make you, Dr. Burnett. I'd like you to wear them on your hands like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but you could legitimately say, okay, if you're that much of a fan, then you'll know that you had to have them um, altered on the inside yeah. because of my flat feet, as you would have heard on the episode of <laughs> Why Does This Thing Exist? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I assume you got the idea for customized trainers from. No? <laughs> no idea what we're talking about. This is a wild coincidence. <laughs> I can create customized footwear for all my favorite authors you, J.K. Rowling, Hitler. <laughs> oh, there's a night out, isn't it? <laughs> um, what would we talk about? <laughs> so, is that my trainers? <laughs> <laughs> I should Hitler be your favourite author. <laughs> that's what you know him for. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love Hitler's books. Oh, I know he had a controversial other life, but first and foremost, to me, he's an author. Yeah, separate the art from the artist. <laughs> oh, God. 
If uh, someone, but here's another question, period. Okay. <laughs> if, if someone bought one of your books, uh, hardback, solely to use a slip jacket uh, to cover them reading Mein Kampf on the bus or train, right? Would you be happy for the sale, or would you be offended that they've used it for that specific reason? Um, I think I'd, I'd not be thrilled about the scenario they're in, but mm. you know, a is beyond my control. I think anyone can blame me for that, mm. and b. Uh, to me, that suggests they've said, right, who is the most non-Nazi writer I can think of? <laughs> it's Dr. D. Manette. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> An yeah. intentional compliment. Yeah. And hopefully it's one of the books that has uh, some discussion of poor mental health in it. <laughs> so the, the guy who is reading Mein Kampf with your slip over the top of it can turn to it when the inevitable distress... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, what are we going to give this time? Um, I'm going to be unusual. I'm going to give us a full five. I really do. I really quite like these trainers. I would, if they were, you know, applicable to my feet, I would happily wear them. And uh, and I respect the effort that's gone into making them. Uh, I'm a bit slightly thrown by the, the John Chalice tribute on the side, but <laughs> you know what? It's respectful of nothing else. Just odd. Fred? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I will give it uh, four odor eaters out of five. <laughs> uh, I can't give it the full five because it's just so not something that I would particularly uh, appreciate. But I could. It serves a purpose, I guess. Why not? Like if you if you want your feet to say what a fan you are of uh, that falling through the bar bit <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that John Jones has died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a big fan of the fact that he's dead. <laughs> uh. I'm going to give it four. I like them a lot. Um, not a five because they're not in mass production, and I think a lot of people would like these. Okay, yeah, I think that's a good argument. On to the next section. Oh, yeah. Right, and Trev, you're going to show us something now, is that right? I am, yeah. And I, uh, let me apologize. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, well, it is the most horrifically designed T-shirt. Uh, it's a Stiv or or maybe Kive, laugh love. Uh, yeah, Kive, yeah. Kive, 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 yeah, she got the Pepsi, Pepsi logo. Will, yeah. <laughs> They've taken the Pepsi logo and forced another terribly trite bit of modern culture tat on top of it and made something somehow worse than both, which is, is an achievement of sorts, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, sadly, this is only the, the, the briefest of introductions to something that is far, far worse. Oh, no. okay. That is a piece of merch for Haiti Cockpins stand-up tour which is right. actually called live laugh love um, right which happened uh for, for much of last year uh does she do stand-up i know you're asking she doesn't do stand-up surely no no she doesn't and yet <laughs> um, so uh, for those who are unaware of uh haiti cockpit she uh, calls herself on her own website, the biggest bitch in Britain. Uh, right. It's a, 
an economist by background, Katie Hopkins was sponsored through Exeter University by the Intelligence Corps. Graduated, I know, uh, that's the last time intelligence is mentioned in reference to it. Graduated (laughs) from the Royal Military Academy Sandhurst and signed up to serve her country for 35 years. Medically discharged due to epilepsy. Like, why did you mention that? Like, oh, I, I proper served my country for thirty. No, you didn't. In a fucking danger of all that. As an epileptor myself, I'm not going to have a go at her for having it. But that the way she writes her own uh, copy is just shameless. Uh, she continues her fight in the media, reporting from the road. Katie has lived her life in the crosshairs. Again, no, she hasn't. She was going to, but then she got discharged. (laughs) That's where the crosshairs were going to be. She's banned from South Africa by the ANC. Well, yeah, because the ANC were actually in charge of the government at the time. That was the South African government that banned you from South Africa. Was deported from Australia for criticizing lockdown. No, she actually threatened to answer the door naked and cough in the face of anybody that came to her hotel room. That's a sort of criticism, as you could argue. Um, and <laughs> this one, I also want evidence of before I believe it, uh, and was the target of a jihadi plot to behead her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I can say that too, to be honest. I mean, it might be true, I don't know, but no, no one's mentioned it to me if that's the case. Yeah. So, uh, She lives utterly without fear, but knows her epitaph. <laughs> Haiti cockpins. She died standing up. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one's you you don't. That's not nope. true at all. <laughs> oh, I get uh, it, because she's doing stand-up and she's going to die. Because yeah. yeah, nobody will laugh. Oh, she's going to die on stage. I'm standing yeah, up for okay. the ordinary white man. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that's, that's a lot to take in. Um, what has this T-shirt got to do with anything if she stands <laughs> for that? Well, uh, it's just that it was the name of her show. Apparently, she did an hour-long, supposedly, comedy show. Nice. Um, oh, of course. And then Katie Hopkins also stands for copyright infringement. That's, that's her thing, isn't it? Yeah, so... It's <laughs> <laughs> just taking logos, apparently. <laughs> the, the funniest thing that has ever been said about her is when the Mirror um, printed a correction uh, saying... A previous version of this article suggested that Katie Hopkins was stopped from leaving South Africa because of the consumption of ketamine. We are happy to clarify that Miss Hopkins was detained for spreading racial hatred, which took place <laughs> after the ketamine incident. Easy, easy mistake to make. <laughs> so, that's, that's a brilliant double clarification. That she definitely um, do some ketamine or something about that, and then she was racist afterwards as well. Because I was in Miami, like like, like last members I mentioned, but they did some ketamine there. Well, I thought it was some ketamine. I actually joined the clan. It was it's just, it's an easy, <laughs> really easy mistake to make, guys. I'm honest. I'm, I, I've got sympathy here. <laughs> so. um, uh, yeah, in a, a BBC article in uh, July 2021, uh, it's there. Far-right British commentator Katie Hopkins has been sent home from Australia for bragging about flouting hotel quarantine rules. Ms. Hopkins, who has often drawn anger for racist remarks, had entered the country to star in a reality TV show, Big Brother Australia. Good grief. Um, 
Miss Hopkins said she planned to lie in wait for workers to deliver food to her room so she could open the door naked with no face mask. Miss Hopkins had not commented on her deportation, but on Sunday said she had been joking. <laughs> Which gives you a, a like sense a, yeah. of the flavour. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it does sound like my type of comedy night, though, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you are into that sort of um, anti-comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> Why did this horrible cunt want to cough in the faces of people just working in the hotel? Well, that's the thing, isn't it, yeah? Um, possibly because she's Britain's biggest bitch, and that's... <laughs> yeah, that'll answer I mean, that, then. She, yeah. she raw naked attention-seeking, that's last bullying, isn't it? There's no... Yeah. yeah. If you just say you're Britain's biggest bitch, can you just go around being a bitch, though? Can you, you can do that. Can you? <laughs> it's, like, it's like saying allegedly before you fly yeah. or something, is it? <laughs> Wales is owner of the most gold watches and I just go into fucking Ratner's and just help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find a piece of paper saying Britain's most yeah. gold watches. <laughs> what do you mean Ratner's shut down 30 years ago? Give me your watches, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you keep making all their watches. <laughs> you couldn't make ends meet. <laughs> but I remember first becoming aware of uh, Hayley Hopkins because I never used to watch The Apprentice and just, she was like, Becoming one of those people who mentioned on Twitter a lot, like I said, oh, it's this awful person being awful for awful sake. Mm. But I think it was because she had a BBC article about how she doesn't believe depression should be a thing and depression, antidepressants should not be, uh, should not be allowed. And you know, she showed pictures of her in her keep fit outfits. This is what you do. You actually do some exercise. And who who said this was okay? Who, who at the BBC said, I don't know what we should do. We should give an, a full article on the BBC news site to this woman who. Has failed at being the didn't win, did she? She was knocked out. Oh no! Actually, she was. Uh, I think it was three from the end uh, where she was going to go through, and then she said, "I wouldn't be able to take the job even if I won. Uh, I just wanted to be able to get here." Oh, yeah, because she, you know, she, she had a better job that was in a, it was in a, a different school. Yeah, because you know, that was a, yeah, that's right, yeah, totally <laughs> different school. Yeah, like oh, no, I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, do you, anyway. you haven't met him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she broke up with me because my cock was too big. That's what I was. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I dumped her if anything. You, know? <laughs> you can't fire me. I quit. That's, that's what that is. Clearly, you know? <laughs> like, I realize I'm not going to win. If I don't win, I, I got to lose on my terms. So yeah, she's a depressed loser. But it's just like, why? Why is she getting a say in this subject? There's nothing to do with it at all. How was that even a thing? Why did that exist? Oh, well, she was. Uh... Just a, a renter gob for all sorts of shows, and she once criticised people who name their children after locations. And her daughter that, is yeah. called India. <laughs> yeah, a lot of hypocrisy in her life. Just forget like... your daughter's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, or well. India. <laughs> yeah. India is a place. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's quite small. Yeah, that's actually far more in keeping with her, like just ignoring the existence the of India. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. that's something she actually would do. Yeah. yeah. Do you think she actually named her India not knowing that India was a place? <laughs> <laughs> she just hear the word and thought it was sounded nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. now, now I genuinely don't think that's impossible to rule out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe she's had Indian food and thought Indian was like um, an adjective. Yeah, but even if even if that was the case, like, you, did you name your kid after adjectives? I think so. <laughs> um, a kid called Moist. Moist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slippery. <laughs> <laughs> My son, Slippery Burnett. 
I mean, I'll say that there are other adjectives. Moist and slippery, aye, aye. Yeah, I mean, I've gone from a theme there, haven't I? <laughs> Apologies. Um, <laughs> those are the two adjectives I know. Well, when I tell my uncle precariously about you, he's going to be livid. I was um, Uncle Precky anyway. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Um, <laughs> but, um, Hang on, I'll just get some DAPS commission. <laughs> <laughs> Hopkins' Live, Laugh, Love tour is playing at venues across England and Wales, not Scotland. <laughs> Weird, that. What is that? I'm, I'm bad if she's here as well, to be honest. Uh, she is described as offering the perfect night out if you want to laugh at the insanity of our lefty world while we <laughs> still can. She's not PC, but totally LOL. The show promo continues. Watch her mercilessly ridicule everyone from politicians to celebrities in a show dripping with one-liners. I doubt that. And acerbic <laughs> put-downs, yeah, sure, of the so-called great and good. If you're expecting a night of hate speech, you'll be disappointed. This is about oh, not, <laughs> about living and most of all, about laughing. Oh, that sounds horrific. <laughs> what type of venue was she playing at? Yeah, what, uh, what scale uh, was that? There's uh, an abandoned cinema in Newport. A <laughs> <laughs> thing called the uh, Comcast Live, uh, only a couple of days ago. Isn't that an online thing? Uh, yes. yes <laughs> <It's been recorded laughs> the podcast, uh, oh my uh, God, she's doing it. She's doing um, stand-up to on, online. Yeah. <laughs> We're all doing that. She's got it down as one of her, like, stadium dates. Uh, <laughs> Save the date. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me, are you listening to Katie Hopkins' live show? Oh, I can't get a babysitter. <laughs> but, no, I can't get a babysitter. <laughs> Listen, I can't get a babysitter. <laughs> you know where Boots have got those little glass booths where... Right. Um, you can speak to the pharmacist and you've never, ever seen anybody in them. <laughs> maybe she plays them. <laughs> when she comes to Wales, she's torn all of our phone boxes. <laughs> <laughs> all the coal mines. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> no, we've reopened them, love. This is uh, very no. Get down there. Off you go. <laughs> Standing remotely. <laughs> yeah. It is in the darkness that I see the boys say. <laughs> right. Oh, so yeah, that Comcast thing, it was uh, headlined by Haiti Cockpin. Then also, uh, professional racist Andrew Lawrence. Uh, a woman called Abby Roberts, who is apparently a gutless turf dropped by her management for being awful. <laughs> uh, a guy called Alistair Williams, who... I think he used to do comedy, but now he just tweets anti-vax stuff. <laughs> he said uh, in December last year, they're not boosters. They're erasing your immune system. That's why you keep getting ill. Now, I've had all the boosters, and I would love for them to have erased my immune system, because the thing that actually hurts me the most on a day-to-day -day basis is my fucking immune system. <laughs> Give me those boosters. I would lap it up. Scorched earth on this damn thing. <laughs> yeah. There's also there was a guy called Matt Hoy who was thrown out of UB40 for being an anti-vaxxer. 
UB40. Claim to fame. <laughs> and three radio hosts uh, who were all just right wing shock merchant anti vaxxers. Yeah. That, that was the entire bill for that. Oh. Yeah. And this, and this well, is well, a recent you, event. Yeah, yeah. July 28th. Wow. Just happened. Now, yeah, under a month ago. When you put Katie Hopkins up against them, she does seem like uh, the most fun. Yeah, she's uh, a top draw there. The, yeah. the part of that which I, which I find saddest, perhaps, is that Andrew Lawrence, he was like a, a celebrated comedian. He was like nominated for the Edinburgh Award and stuff And before he decided, ah, I'm just going to go racism now. So, But he's, he's now, you know, he was, like, you know, a properly high-achieving comedian. Now he's playing second yeah. fiddle to Katie Hopkins on a comedy game. <laughs> like, yes, oh, yes, that's yes. got a sting, surely. And rightly so. You know, it's fine. I'm not, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not saying sympathy. I'm just saying that I'm sure he's not. In, I'm sure he's not happy about that. But you know, I am. So that's, <laughs> that's all the matter. The thing with the anti-vaxxer thing is, hmm. it's gone. It's over. It's, yeah. It's they seem to be rebelling against something which isn't there anymore. There's no push to lockdown. There's no um, imposition yeah. of rules uh, based on the pandemic or COVID or anything. It's all done. It's yeah. gone. It's over. Yeah, but even, even if it wasn't. Um... It's like the whole thing about these, you know, controversial mongers, whatever you want to call it, controversy mongers. They, um, you know, that the whole Brexit thing, I think, sort of gave them a false sense of uh, ability. They think like we we are we mm. tap in with what the public really wants. But anti-vaxxer was never like a massive, you know, it wasn't like a sort of a culture-wide stance. It wasn't like you're not appealing to the masses there. Like people were quite happy with the vaccine when it came along. Like, mm. the, the vast majority were very keen to have it and take it up. So. Even if it was mm-hmm. like an ongoing thing, it, that's not. There's no mass audience for that. That's not. You know, that's not the average person's no. wants to hear that. So, I don't know what they're trying to achieve with that. I think they yeah. just want it to be true. It seems to be a dead end to me. Yeah. Can you imagine the turgid evening that Newport <laughs> audience members would have had on July the twenty eighth when they're just sitting through diatribe after diatribe, but <laughs> angry, bitter people. <laughs> and then finally, ah, oh, Katie Hopkins. Oh. <laughs> At last. <laughs> oh, here's another live, laugh, love bit. In a world that seems upside down, Katie will lift your hearts and make you laugh at the madness we face. From the COVID sky clappers to the lunacy of life in the UK, Katie spares no blushes, including her own. If you're a fan of Katie Hopkins enough to want to go see her live, surely you're you're a fan of all her previous work, which is you know angry, furious ranting about immigrants and lefties. So this is like a sort of a big course correction, which potentially wouldn't entertain the people who do like her. So it's aimed at people like you know I used to hate Katie Hopkins. I'm going to give her a chance. <laughs> it seems like a very small audience to be tapping into in Newport. <laughs> Not only would I love to be able to get uh, an audio of one of her shows, just to see how much actual humour is genuinely in it, mm-hmm. I would also like for somebody else to check, because I don't want to spend an hour of my life doing that. <laughs> I want somebody to tell me something, that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> but one of you poor bastards from Newport, uh, please <laughs> reply below. Actually, yeah, listen, if, if you were there, please please email us at uh, the email address. Why does this thing exist podcast at gmail.com?
Yeah, my ex-best friend took me to this room <laughs> full of joyless cretin. <laughs> I've got to be honest, not the best first date of <laughs> Jesus Christ, can you imagine? Oh my God. If I wanted to see a room full of bitter people complaining, I would have gone to where this room's next door. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Described by Lee Hurst as a great physical comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Described by not at all disgraced comedian yeah. Lee Hurst. Described as by another one. <laughs> I, who is he to be giving like compliments on physicality? He's absolutely fucked. He's like a, yeah. a rolled up piece of paper at this point, isn't he? Yeah. His first comment was, "Why yeah. are I on this bill?" <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, Lee Hurst is like if the part of a goblin were being played by a fist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, she's got another show that she's... Uh, apparently, it's all new stuff. That she's about <laughs> to start to last hour. <laughs> yeah. She did a Peter K. She did two live gigs and sold them as DVDs. Two <laughs> <laughs> um, the same. You'll never guess what the next one's called. Um, it's called Infectious. I wonder wow. what it's about. <laughs> like the same <laughs> shit she spent the previous hour ranting about. Yeah. Should have been called No Last Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Britain is full. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, it's full of cunts like you. Ah, so how are we going to give this fucking horror show? <laughs> um, um, I'm going to give it, uh, well, I obviously can't give it a good score, I'll give it a 0. 0.5. Uh, the 0. 0.5 is to acknowledge the big tickle of morbid curiosity I have. Like Trev, I would like to know what is actually in the show, but I want someone to tell me. I don't want to actually find <laughs> it myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it 0, actually. So I'll give it 0. Point Two five. I give it a quarter of a mark, uh, purely because she may have accidentally ripped off the Pepsi logo, (laughs) and it will be funny (laughs) when they start suing her. So it's got at least one joke. Uh, So I'm I'm gonna gonna uh, put the difference between you guys and give the naught point three one four (laughs) one like pi, but with the dot. Time another round of Trebs oh. recurring. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Katie Hopkins likes pie? <laughs> Thanks for coming back, listeners. Good night. <laughs> right then. We can have a look at a Wikipedia article now. This is something we do every week. And uh, we're going to click a little button that says random article. Three, two, one, here we go. Shakespeare's Will play. Oh, okay. Not heard of this? No. Trev? Uh, uh, no. I have no clue. Okay, then. It's a play. Uh, Shakespeare's Will is a play by Canadian writer Vern Theerson, commissioned by Geoffrey Bromlick, uh, artistic director of River City Shakespeare Festival in Edmonton. Uh, published in 2009. Plays Calibre Press. Uh, the publication history isn't that interesting. Uh, the American no. premiere... 40 Beverly Hills, California. Uh, oh, produced by Leonard Nimoy. That's pretty good. Uh, he's, he's someone. Just read a little bit further on. This sentence <laughs> has really um, piqued my interest, Steve. Mm-hmm. It says, 
Shakespeare's Will is oh, a yes. one-woman monodrama that focuses on Anne Hathaway on the day of her husband, William Shakespeare's funeral. Right. Now, Different Anne Hathaway, then. Right, Have I missed some really substantial celebrity gossip? <laughs> this is before she was Catwoman. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I know you're successful, but marrying a young woman <laughs> 600 years later is quite an achievement. Uh, list your Catwoman, top, top Catwoman, bottom to top, bottom Catwoman, go. Uh, are, we, are we counting the, uh, what's it, um, uh, the Adam West series as well? Yeah, all their names. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, okay, first I'll go. I'm gonna give Michelle Pfeiffer first. I think she was uh, iconic. Yeah. Then I'll go with um, uh, uh, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt, okay, yeah, she was great. Um, mm. Didn't mind uh, Kravitz in the new The Batman. She was quite good. She's three. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put other. Anne Hathaway was all right in Dark Knight Rises. I don't remember the other ones from the animated, uh, well, the animated series and, uh, you know, the Bad and West series. And Halle Berry at the bottom, because I don't think she wanted to do it either. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been out long enough that Catwoman uh, deserves uh, reappraisal. And when you reappraise it, you realise, no, it's still shit. <laughs> <laughs> there was um, a, a series recently, Gotham, it was called. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, it was more about... Um, uh, James Gordon. James Gordon? Yes. Yeah, Jim, Jim Gordon as well. Jim, it? yeah. Are you mixed up Jim Gordon and James Corden? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a series recently where James Corden played Catwoman. It was all right. They sang a lot. They were just singing mostly. Oh, yeah. I didn't have Judy Dench into my list. <laughs> Judy Dench, yeah. I needed to see her paint arsehole. And they sort of didn't include it for some reason. Yeah, because that's disrespectful, isn't it? Very disrespectful. Not to include it. I still haven't seen that. Has anyone else seen that? Because I don't bring myself to. No, I've I've been at uh, people's houses where they've tried to do a hate watch, but we end up just talking and drinking and laughing about Mm. other shit. That's fair. We went to see Cats the Musical when we were in school. (laughs) Yes, we did, yes. And uh, oh. there's a bit in the Cats the Musical where I think it's a cat called McCavity. Yeah, he's the Not chief sure. one. Yeah, he yeah. comes out into the crowd. No, Rumpel, what's Rumtum Tugger. Rumtum Tugger, One yes. of the cats, anyway, one of the shit old cats, come out into the crowd <laughs> and dance at people. Yeah. And our teacher had fallen asleep <laughs> and uh, was woken up by the cat just being in his face dancing at him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as reviews of the show go, that's not bad, is it? Teacher <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> it was such a big deal that we went to the London show. It was in the paper, I remember. <laughs> it's in the, it's in the local paper. Local school goes to London. Yeah, it said people's top show treat. <laughs> it's just like a big thing about us going to see a show in London, which it was very quiet when we left. <laughs> not, not a lot happened. <laughs> Here's a photo of uh, young pupil Dean Burnett shrugging. <laughs> It wasn't just me, but yeah, that's essentially what happened. <laughs> they just lined up in the hall. Photo of the paper, what? <laughs> just, just staring. What, what, why? What, what's happening? <laughs> uh, it's news to uh, me. <laughs> so, uh, Shakespeare's Will. Back to the article. <laughs> yeah. Uh, drama folks on the, ha- the will handed to William Shakespeare's widow Anne as she leaves the funeral. Surprised by his existence, and his sister Joan should give it to her with a noticeably odd smile. Uh, Joan promises to visit in an hour. 
uh, stuff happens. Uh, but it's um, it's a one woman, woman monodrama. It's like a flea bag play thing, I guess. Is it? It's just one woman talking <laughs> at the. Isn't Fleabag one of those? I don't um, know. The original, yeah. <laughs> Fleabag the stage show, I mean. I don't mean like Fleabag the series. <laughs> That's got Andrew Scott in it. This seems like a strong thing to say. Oh, this is monodrama. It's one of those Fleabag type things. <laughs> no, oh. I didn't say with that tone of voice. I just said, is that what that means? <laughs> no, it's a bloody Fleabag type thing, is it? <laughs> bloody Fleabag. <laughs> um, yeah, it got a review as a sort of inspirational chicken soup for the lonely married woman. <laughs> what does that mean? It was runny and wet. <laughs> oh, is it faintly stink of chicken? <laughs> Isn't that that that? Um, is it a player book? A chicken soup for the soul? No fucking no. Is it one of those flea bag things? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a series of books. Uh, um, I don't know if they were the originator of the phrase or something, but it's sort of. We just drivel <laughs> exactly in the vein of live, laugh, love. Why okay. laugh, class? Why <laughs> <laughs> laugh, class? <laughs> Sounds like football managers from the 80s. Here's a good review. John <laughs> Colborn believed that not much of it rings true, either the heart or the period of the piece. Mm, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fucking hell, cheer up, John. <laughs> I guess he didn't enjoy it. Hey, John, why didn't you Clive Clough Clough for a bit, bud? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this play has been produced across Canada, Wales, England. Wales first. Nice. Mm, nice. Hong Kong, Australia, and the United States. So it's done, it's done well. Yeah. I think. Is, is that a good sign? I'm sure that's a good sign when a play goes to all the different countries. I think it's a good sign, yeah, if the yeah. play goes to another country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just kicked it out. <laughs> this is one of those banishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out, take your feedback style shit and get out. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this uh, play went to Australia and they threatened to open the door to a service worker and cough in their face. <laughs> oh, can you imagine a play? <laughs> uh, uh, references number seven. The Globe. You think, oh, it must be good. It was in The Globe. No, it's The Globe and the Mail. That's a Canadian newspaper. Oh, yes. Uh, oh. I know, that's kind of cruel. That's like dangling... <laughs> Oh, did, did you get to play in the globe? Did you? No, no. <laughs> uh, an act of spite by whoever uh, edited this page. Uh, the article's not doing much for me. I'll be honest; it's it's all very well, perfunctory. It yeah. does. I, I'll give the article this. It does have um, a full synopsis of the play. Mm-hmm. So if you know, if you if you book tickets and then. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe you can't be asked to go or something like that. <laughs> say you've got piles and you can't be bothered to go sit in the cinema for a cinema. Yeah, so you're going to go to the cinema yeah, and yeah. then you've, you've sat down in the cinema and you thought, fuck, it's a play, it's not a film. <laughs> uh, I'll just look it up on Wikipedia and see whatever they're showing you. I haven't seen Transformers, Rage of the Beast before. <laughs> yeah, just play Back to the Future in your head. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like whenever you're, you're in a car wash or um, uh, an MRI machine, you just sing your favourite song in your head. They're thinking, I'm missing Katie Hopkins for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just picturing what Anne Hathaway, that's not the Anne Hathaway looks like. <laughs> you think she's got a really long forehead? I think she might do, yeah. <laughs> do, do some real damage to her, like a <laughs> garage door if she fell into it. Yeah, I think so. I think she could. Do think she fell over and tripped into like a... <laughs> your living room window and then it would just smash. Well, I got double glazing. I don't think she could take it out, but she'd probably, like, shatter the first pane. Just a huge fucking forehead of this woman. 
Like the alien of Aliens <laughs> 3. She's like 50% forehead. She is. <laughs> what are we going to give this article? <laughs> what, what, what are we going to give this article? I'm going to give it a box under three. It does what it needs to do, but nothing beyond that. And uh, a bit dry for me, a bit dry. True, very dry. Chew, 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 spit. Trev? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it 3.5 because uh, I think that that cruel joke about the globe that's played by the editors. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> little in joke. Yeah, but it's been a for the heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it four. I think um, <laughs> a couple of interesting things popped up. I've thought about um, Leonard Nimoy and the Catwoman. Yeah, I think that was more you doing the work than anything. But okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. This you know, it's a little. Um, it's like. Um, uh, Christ, I can't be asked. <laughs> you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. It was attempted, but the R thing was a bad. 